best friends and next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready and let's get into it. Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me is Maris, because it's Maris Monday. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Well, I'm here. You are here. I can see you with my eyes. So, I've decided to do something a little different on this Maris Monday, Maris. What is it? Well, you know what I really like in addition to creepy stuff and UFOs? Huh. History. Oh, well. But history can be boring. It is terribly boring. I'm, I'm not the best at it, I'll be honest. But interesting tidbits are wedged in amongst the boring. That's true. So I'm doing a little segment that I like to call Horny History. Horny History. <laughs> yes. About people who love fucking yeah. and it fucked stuff up. They love fucking and fucking stuff either stuff or fucking stuff up. Right. So I figure we'd take the king of fucking. Uh-huh. Rasputin. The Mad Monk. The, the Ra Ra Rasputin. So I don't know the Please song. Please don't sing it. It gets stuck in my head, and I hate it, honestly. Every time someone says the word, they, they gotta sing the song, though. Yes, and so, like, I don't know, like, Rasputin's life story and death are the stuff of legend. Mm-hmm. He was famed for having supernatural powers and being almost impossible to kill. But, like, what's the real story? Was he even a monk? Was he the Tsarina's lover? Was he truly a holy man with special powers? Mm. Uh, the short answer to all of that is no. <laughs> no? <laughs> Just straight up no? Just kind of, I mean, no. Probably not. And Rasputin wasn't even his name. So there's that. Well, I didn't know that. You're going to learn shit today. Oh, shit. We all going to learn. Yeah. So he was... Okay, let me just preface this by saying I am not Russian. No. Their words are hard to say. Right. I did listen to Google, like, translates pronunciation, and I went, yes, I can say that, but that was, like, two hours ago. It's all fucked now. I'm going to fuck it up. Right. So I apologize in advance. So he was born as Grigory Yefimovich... Novik, okay, I think I got that right, on January 22nd, 1869, in Siberia, Russia. So if he was born in January, what does that make him? Not an Aries. Not a Capricorn. Not a, I don't think a Capricorn. It's right on the cusp. I, would, I don't have the chart in front of me. I don't know. <laughs> Willow would know. Willow always likes to talk about the signs, and I just, whatever sign's most horny, that's what he is. <laughs> He's not Scorpio, though. They're pretty horny. No, that's October. Libras are horny, too. Yeah, they are. No offense. I'm not a Libra, so that's fine. I'm going to say the word slut a lot in this episode, but I want you to know we don't slut shame here. We slut encourage. Are we encouraging Rasputin? Oh, no. He might have gone too far. He he did go too far. Many times. And we'll talk about that. Yeah. Possibly, but we'll get we'll get to that. So he was a peasant coming from humble beginnings. Fun, fun fact: When I googled Rasputin, yeah, it came up as Russian peasant. <laughs> yes. Google is sometimes spicy. Yeah, that is pretty spicy. But he was, and so we don't have like a whole lot concrete on his early life because he was also a liar. Um, 
But all you need to know is he didn't have a pot to piss in, Rasputin, as a lad. Grigory, which is a fun name. Yeah. Or is it Grigory? It, it could be the Russian Grigory. It, it, I think so. Why am I saying that? I don't fucking know. God. We're no Russian experts. I'm going to tell you history, in which I know nothing. Um, it's a blind leading the blind here. It certainly is. He attended school, which is kind of rare for the peasants, but he did. But he remained illiterate his entire life. Me too. You aren't. <laughs> he developed a taste for sex at an early age and had quite the reputation for hoeing around. Yeah. So much so, he earned the surname Rasputin, which means debauched one in Russian. I gotta say, that's real rad that that became your name. It's like, <laughs> they're like, oh, there goes Rasputin, which literally means he fucks. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Rasputin is way cooler than we'll ever be. Like, imagine being such a hoe that you get your own special name. It'd be like if my name was Lillian Thought. I like it. I think it has a ring to it. Shut your mouth. So later he would go on to create his own special dogma about why he had to bang a lot of chicks, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. As a young man, he became interested in religion and experienced religious conversion at age 18, and I'm going to assume into the Catholicism. Uh, Russian or, Orthodox. Yeah, which is, but isn't that like Catholicism? It's the off-brand. Yeah, it's like the great value. Oh, we're being bad. We're being real. Gosh, someone's going to write an angry email. I get them sometimes. It's okay. I, I was I was, I was was Catholic growing up. Like I said somebody's name wrong and made somebody real mad. Oh, well. Yeah, I, over it. I don't really care. <laughs> so a short time, and, and this is, he did this at 18, and so a short time later he went into the monastery, and it was there he learned of the flagellants. The sect. flagellants? What? Yes, I know. <laughs> fucking hell are you eight yes. yes I know it sounds like farts but it wasn't farts he hit himself with flagellance. Farts. yeah 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 it's not flagellants. It's, it's when you beat the shit out of yourself right would you shut up okay you did no research I I did some <laughs> it, it is where someone beats themselves or others in order to bring on a religious ecstasy now it can also be somebody who's just into BDSM Okay. According to Google. See, in my research, I also read that it's also in their religion, they spin around a lot, like the whirling dervishes. Anything that gets them all fucked up yes. and high without booze or drugs. This is the lamest religion. Gives you, like, concussions. I'm curious. But, uh, yeah. So what they would do is, like, I'm going to give you a little brief history on people who beat themselves, according to their religion, to get all whipped up into a froth. Mm -hmm. It was really popular during the medieval period in Europe during the Black Plague. And so there would be traveling troops of these guys who wanted to beat themselves up like Jesus was beat up. Mm -hmm. And people would like flock to see them because they, they thought God is punishing us for the, with the plague. So maybe if we go be real extra religious, he'll stop. And so they're like spraying blood everywhere. Reminds you of the thrashing <laughs> of the Christ, that Mel Gibson movie? Yeah. Yeah. It was that only to themselves. And so the people would get like rags and dip it in their blood and oh. then put the blood in their eyes. Ooh, that's how you spread all the diseases. It made the plague worse, oh. for sure. Oh, I remember reading. Okay, yeah, I remember reading about that. Oh, we watched a whole documentary on the Black Plague. That's what it was. Up. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, obviously, just you don't want to put uh, plague blood in your eyes. No. Or anywhere near your person. 
No, 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 no. So, yeah. But Rasputin kind of wasn't about beating the shit out of himself. He just, he just didn't But he like wasn't, it. he's definitely not, like, against pain. He, like, he... Oh, no. He it. just, he wasn't into it in the same way. Yeah. So he developed this theory called holy passionlessness. And in order to achieve this state of godliness, which brought him close to God, he had to exhaust himself completely. Okay. By fucking. Ooh. He had to fuck him. He had to get all fuckered out. I don't know if it came up, like, I not in my research, but I wonder how many, like, STDs this dude carried around. Dude. Because he was also filthy as hell. Like, we'll get to that yeah, part, okay. too. He's nasty. Yeah. So it was just the best way to get close to God to him. So there's that. And at 19, he married a woman called Proskovia. Oh, I said that, that so was beautifully. Nice. You did God. a good job. I turned myself on a little. And they went on to have three children who lived. And this was stressed in every research. I'm assuming they had a pack of kids, but not all of them made it. Yeah, I thought it was three or four. I know one of them made it to L.A. Later, yeah. yes. And he never became a monk. He was like, I have to fuck too much for this particular style of religion. Right. And so... Russian Orthodoxy. He decided... I think it's more accurate to call him a mystic. Yeah, they, they use the word monk a lot, but I don't think he was actually He in, was not a monk at all. And, like, people suspect that he was in that, like, cult of... It was, like, Chris, I think it was called. Uh, it's no... It's not that. And I didn't include that word. It was the flagellants. Mm-hmm. And um, they had their own sect of Russian Orthodoxy. Uh, but he wasn't really in there either yeah he took some of their ideas and just made it into bdsm fuck orgies that he had all the time well it it was such a thing like the the chris was a cult and it was like what you said it was like self-flagellation and there is no proof that he was in it and as recently as 2004 the the catholic church has been investigating whether or not rasputin was in that cult and still, the, like it came up inconclusive. Yeah, he kind of start. He got his some of his ideas from there, certainly, but he didn't stick around because they did not have sex. Oh, and he's definitely for that. He's pro Rasputin fucks, and he... that if you take anything away from this, <laughs> is that Rasputin definitely fucks That's with sure. his enormous dick. But we'll get to that too. Oh my god! I, hey, this I didn't make none of this episode. up. It, it's horny history. What did you think was going to happen? It's You're going to make a special intro is what I heard. Producer Will is now working on a horny intro for us. That's right. Horny history. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, more accurate to call him a mystic. And he was just a traveling guy in monk robes talking about God and banging ladies until he couldn't see straight. That's kind of his whole thing. His wanderings led him to Jerusalem and Greece. He just straight up left his family and went meandering. They didn't seem upset by it. No, because he sent him money. Oh, okay. He was probably really annoying, and she was like, thank God. He Fuck. seems annoying. He does seem really pretentious and annoying. And, and I, I, in my research, they kept going on and on about his scary green eyes. That his it, mesmerizing gaze. That, that, like he unsettled people by just looking at them. That's because he bugged his fucking eyes out and was like staring at people all crazy. Defi- would, yeah. Definitely Google pictures of Rasputin. With but, his crazy buggy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So he lived off of, like, donations. He would, like, bless people. And he was a self-proclaimed seer. He would make predictions. And a healer. In my in my research, they kept say, stressing about how calming it was to be around him. Like, that, he was very yogi, 
Like, very... He had a very calm voice, and he was good at droning on until you were bored. And that's, I guess, really appealing? I don't know. Now, keep in mind, I want to set the stage for you guys. This is the early 1900s, okay? This is right after the Victorian era. We're now in the Edwardian period. Everyone is still very buttoned up. Very fancy. Nobody's showing an ankle. Nobody's fucking, I mean, not publicly, and they don't talk about it, and it's gross, right? And sinful sin, sin, The Russian court was kind of horny with Catherine and everything. That was earlier. Yeah. And that was possibly propaganda. Oh. And she had those tables, right? That was bullshit. Oh, really? Kind of, yeah. It's a long story. We're going to get to Catherine the Great. Um, Not the next episode, because that's too much Russia for anyone. Uh, But we'll get to it. We'll get to her. She's interesting. Okay, so in 1903, he wandered back into Russia to St. Petersburg, and it was really a case of the right place and the right time because in the Victorian era, there was a Spanish flu and stuff. Like, well, it's kind of after. Anyway, it was around then, and people died a lot, and so the Victorians really got into mysticism and the occult and spiritualism. It was like a huge thing in the early 1900s to be really into that shit. And the royal court in Russia was about it. And so when he wandered in there and he's all dirty and he's like, he's filthy, he won't bathe. And he's like, won't change his clothes. And he comes in there and he's like, with his buggy fucking eyes, saying a bunch of crazy shit. They're like, no, okay, this is great. I love this. Opportunity, he, yeah. he was endorsed by like the bishop and some other religious leaders, and they just let him all up into court. And he was like, I am a fucking holy man, and I am humble. And he would act that way, right? Like, he is, he is so holy and humble and godly. And then he is fucking everybody. He is fucking everybody's wives, sisters, cousins, aunts, sisters. He's just, he just, he bugs his eyes out at them, and they're like, ooh. And he just seems so like his hairy and smelly. Yeah, a wild man. But maybe that was a pe- I don't Whoa. know. I don't know. And he told people, and by people I do mean women, that close physical contact with him was healing, and his dick could cure things. He literally said, "My dick will make you fertile, even if you're not." And if you put it in you, you'll be better. Mm. Yep. That's what he said. And <laughs> the Museum of Erotica in St. Petersburg has a 12-inch wiener pickled in a jar that they claim is Rasputin's junk. I feel like that's 100% bullshit. And that's flaccid. I feel like it's bullshit. That dick is 12 inches long that they I have. Think that's a, I think it belongs to an animal. That's no, what. it's a person's wiener. I'm just telling you, I don't know if it's Rasputin's. We'll get to that in a minute, too. Okay. I, it's just unknowable. So, anyway, he's just banging everyone, and people were talking, like, what kind of holy man has that much sex? But, strangely, his detractors found themselves expelled from court. And the reason for that is, in 1908, five years after he arrived in court, mm-hmm. Tsar Nicholas and his wife, Tsarina Alexandra, summoned Rasputin to their private quarters, not to fuck him, but to heal their son, who was a hemophiliac, Alexei. Right. And hemophilia is where if you get, like, a little cut, you just don't stop bleeding. You don't well, clot. My the, my research had told me that it was mostly internal bleeding problems is yes. the real issue. Like, yes. you fell off a horse or something. Yeah, like, you could bleed to death very easily off of just Internally. a bump. Yeah. yeah. And apparently Rasputin healed him. 
I just maybe he made his blood board. Well, and, like, what, what I had uncovered board. was that uh, aspirin was invented around this time, so they were kind of giving aspirin to everybody. But Rasputin wouldn't allow his prescription oh, to get filled. Oh, and aspirin thins your blood. Correct, and they didn't figure that out yet. So that that's what I uncovered when I was looking into that a little bit. God, it's just a lot of coincidences with this right, guy. Right, it's just a lot of luck and stuff. But that seal cemented and sealed his place in court, despite can't his like scandals because he was a hoe. And that's when the rumors started that Alexandria and Rasputin were lovers, partially because he told everyone they were. And she wrote letters to him. And they were kind of on the naughty love side. They were like, I'm going to miss you touching me. and blah, blah, blah. Uh, guess That sounds like fucking to me. Now, there's like two schools of thought on this. There are people, like historians, that will just scream at you if you say that they were fucking. Because Alexandra was the granddaughter of Queen Victoria. Mm-hmm. And Part of her whole shtick was that she was a very proper Victorian woman. Right. No ankle showing. Not even a collarbone. She was, like, very prim and proper. And kind of her big thing was how loyal she was to Nicholas. But come on, they were fucking. I'm sorry. It just... Yeah, they really and, were and fucking. the letters were sort of ambiguously worded because she would be like, I'm gonna, I miss you kissing me, but, like, apparently everybody and their, just everybody kissed just to say hello then yeah. at that time. Yeah, but, I mean, you wouldn't write, I miss our greetings kiss. You mean, you talking about Probably. the sexy kiss. I'm going to assume, because he also was not above, like, he he would force himself on people. Like, he's not above oh, like, no, he's controlling disgusting. and manipulating and... Just so. So we'll get to that. So he became a close confidant and advisor because partly Alexandra was just desperate to cure her son because he was the only male heir. She had a bunch of daughters and one son, and he was sickly as fuck. And Nicholas, if I could characterize him anyway as a cuck, he's just a. <laughs> just kind of a weenie. He's a yeah. pushover. Like yep. you push him in a locker, he's just kind of stupid and like. Really sheltered. Easily led. Easily manipulated and just kind of like, what? I don't know what's happening. And this is just going to go poorly from here on out, pretty much. Yeah, and it didn't help that Rasputin told Alexandra that Alexei's fate was tied to his own. So he's like, if anything happens to me, your kid's going to fucking die. That's a really, really manipulative thing to say. And she really believed it. She was so scared. Yeah, well, he was a shithead. Uh, but he was always saying, he made all these dire predictions that, like, if I'm assassinated, you'll all die. Which was true, but I, don't, yeah. I think it was a coincidence more than anything else. So, anyway, and by 1911, Rasputin's naughtiness was, like, completely out of fucking control. When researching this, it's really hard with the numbers that I'm presented with. They say his body count was like in the thousands. And I'm sorry, I spent a long time hoeing and I couldn't even get half that number. There, I'm, I'm thinking that there was a bunch of people at once. Had to be. Uh, well, the, the, the Chris or whatever, the, I keep, I'm not sure if that was You are saying it's so wrong that you well, shouldn't say it anymore. Call it the cult of beating yourself or yeah, something. Yeah, they, well, orgies was part of their thing. Kind of, not really, not sex orgies, they just beat themselves. not true salacious but anyway so crowds of hundreds of people would gather at his apartment he was really worshipped by the peasantry 
yeah. because he was one of them, you see, and, and he, he was a holistic man. Yeah. And he could heal people, and so people would be like, please give us money and heal our sick. And he would, like, show up and wave his hand around and go, ooh. But, like, mostly it was ladies. And he didn't care if it was rich lady, poor lady, fat lady, old lady. He's just like, bring in them ladies. I mean, he particularly liked aristocratic ladies. Do you think that he believed his own BS? Ooh, that's tough. He seemed to. Yeah, I agree. I think like he got that. into it. I think yeah. maybe at first he was like, I'm totally full of shit. No. But then he was like, no, this is it. If I just keep fucking like crazy, I have, I have super saiyan powers. Yeah, so it's rumored he had thousands of lovers. It's not really a myth because the Russian government posted plainclothes police officers outside of his apartment 24-7 drunken orgy parties, loud, violent fucking whipping oh sounds. I wish that you, don't you wish you could go back and see? Oh, I don't want to see that. He's ugly. And well, yeah, just he's No one had deodorant. No. Do you know that the Victorians removed stains out of their clothes with pee? They did it wrong. No, the ammonia in urine broke down. But then you smell like pee. You do smell like pee, but your clothes have no stains. So you smell like pee. They didn't have like laundry detergent like we do. Right. I mean, they had soap. We've had soap for over two thousand years. Baking soda, maybe. I'm not. No, pee was the number one. It's like in the (laughs) like little house for pee is detergent. (laughs) Oh dear! I got a grass stain on my knee. Hold on, honey, I'll just piss on it. <laughs> Let me use whiz. <laughs> <laughs> no! Gross. Oh, I didn't know people were peeing on their clothes. Well, back in the old time it goes to, like, tan leather, you That's right, covered yeah. in your piss. My everything must have been so stained. Just everything's covered in piss. It's depressing, isn't it? I pee history. I don't like that history is both horny and stinky. And full of pee. You'd just get in a time machine and you'd throw up. The minute you got, you'd just be like, I can't, this is stinky. Right. Because, like, that's around the time of the great stink of the fucking I River Thames. That. Yeah, well, not, not like I was there. <laughs> I want to describe it to y'all real briefly. It's one of my favorite things in history is that the River Thames, when flushing toilets were invented, got overflown with human waste. Right. And people would literally just dump bodies in there and, like, coal refuse and horse poop. Yeah, everything. And it turned into, like, cholera soup. And in the summers, it just made everyone sick. And they said the stench was would make people, like, pass out and throw up. Yeah, I can... Oh, God. Yep. Yeah. Every All of history is bad. To, to just have a period in a town's history called the Great Stink. True, yeah. And these are people that are already stinky. Yeah. So if they're commenting on how bad it stinks, it must be just magnificent in its, in its foulness. Foul, yeah. Like, the like even God turned away hole. from the British then, just like, y'all stanky, I can't. Shame. For Let's shame. get back to Rasputin and all of his... Hornings. God, he's just banging everybody... They're just, just loud, violent, banging. <laughs> Is that your notes? <laughs> yeah, it's my notes because it's what he was doing. And the thing was is that he had a reputation for being really fun in the sack. And so ladies would just kind of come around from all over to get them a piece. He's got this homeless grandpa beard. Like how can how He does can have a weird beard. I don't think they were looking at his face. I think he did have a giant pecker, and he was really good at fucking and had a lot of stamina. No, come on. 
there were there are like things written about his stamina. <laughs> Write this. <laughs> Russians. <laughs> Ew, boy. I mean, by today's standards, Rasputin would be a sex addict. He just, ugh, just constant with him. But he also was accused many times of raping women, yeah, including yeah. a nun. Oh. But let's take a step back because was it necessary? I don't know if he did that. I think it could have been propaganda because... Oh, boy, the prime minister and other Russian officials really fucking hated Rasputin a lot because his advice was bad. Well, I was about to say, I mean, there's good reason. Yeah, he was terrible. So it just went beyond religious guidance, past being, like, content at being a con man and fake mystic and fuck machine. Rasputin became the power behind the throne. He opposed Russia's involvement in World War II and had a vision Sent to him by the Lord, according to him. When? Like, you are just fucking all day. Like, when do you have time to have visions? Yeah, with, with, a, with the body count in the thousands. You're busy. So the vision was that unless Nicholas assumed leadership of the military in person, like in battle, I think he wanted Nicholas to die, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, then Russia would lose and the populace would blame the Tsar, which would lead to his downfall. What's funny is that because Nicholas led the army, Russia didn't do well, and they did blame him, and that did lead to his downfall. He predicted it. In a roundabout sort of way. So the reason this happened, like, things didn't get blamed on the Tsar until Nicholas pulled this stunt, because it could always be pushed off onto somebody else. Like, well, it was the prime minister's fault. Well, it was the bishop's fault. Like, the czars were untouchable. But until he went there and just fucked up like an idiot and made a bunch of bad decisions, it, it really, it made them not infallible anymore and made everyone mad. Right. And he left the running of the country to Alexandra. And by that I mean Rasputin, because she was kind of a dumbass. Right. Well, how she, old, was, she was probably still young, right? Yeah, I think she's in her 30s. That's not that young. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, she. when I say she was a dumbass, I just mean she's kind of a dingy, sheltered boo. I don't know. She was inbred or something. All are. Well, maybe they all are, yeah. And uh, she was just... Everything he said, she was like, let's do that. <laughs> and he was an illiterate peasant who had no idea how to run a government. Right. So his decisions were bad and it was usually just personal beefs he had with people like oh he talks shit about me better send him to siberia i mean that kind of sounds like all politicians i'm gonna be honest oh yeah like if anyone spoke out against the mad monk they were banished so men in court quickly cottoned on to that and they were like hey let's make best friends with Rasputin so we don't get banished. So, like, I have a wife here, you know, Rasputin, who could use a good rogering. No. Yeah, they offered up their wives, daughters, sisters. They're gross. like... Super gross. That is nasty. The women were kind of like... Wink. No. Yeah. This is dumb. This is called dumb history. It's called dumb, horny history. And, man, 
he was like, okay. Rasputin was like, I will fuck your wife. And I will also get drunk and fight clergy in the streets with fisticuffs. That sounds fun. He would just straight up get into ragers and just fucking say dumb shit and punch people. No wonder why he's got a bad reputation, right? Yeah. (laughs) So he was just still fucking everybody, punching everybody. His advice was terrible. And finally, even the public had had enough of his bullshit. Right. And repeatedly bitched about him. He was literally ruining everything. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome, though. (laughs) Imagine if your fucking inability to keep your dick in your pants, like, ruined an entire country. Yeah, this crazy peasant homeless guy came in here. And he just fucked with everybody and ruined weird everything. Eyes and <laughs> Love it so much. Oh, so Rasputin had to die to save the Tsar and Tsarina and the rest of the royal family. Prince Prince Felix Yusupov, along with some other high-ranking officials and family members of the Romanovs, formed a group and plotted Rasputin's assassination. Before this, there had been attempts. He did get stabbed all crazy by a lady. Yep. She probably hit. jealous or something. I hate to say that, but I mean. Yep. And he had to sew his guts back up. That was really bad. And he had a bad he was, stomach, which is why, you know, when they tried to kill him, it was yep. really strange. So we'll get into that. Uh, so, yeah. They were just really determined to, like, kill him. They're yeah. like, look, we, we can't just leave it to chance. This needs to be legit so felix is like hey rasputin my wife wants to get to know you better and rasputin was like i will fuck your wife and he's like awesome come over to my house to my palace and fuck my wife and so rasputin cannot resist pussy so he like goes over there and he's sitting in like the drawing room and he's like give me that wife and he's like she is freshening up you know getting all sexy and he's like cool he said, do you want some, like, tea cakes and some tea? Like, wet your whistle before you get to town? And Rasputin is like, cool, I like snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and they give him tea cakes and tea that are laced with cyanide. And he gobbles that shit up. And nothing, literally nothing happens. Probably because his guts are all messed up from being stabbed. Right. I mean, that's your scientific explanation. I'm still unsure because this gets more intense. Right. And then he's like, you know what? I could use some wine for the mood. You know, I like to get real drunk and like beat the shit out of the person I'm fucking like I do. Oh my God. <laughs> and they're like, of course. And so they give him some wine. Three glasses of just half wine, half cyanide and he's just gulp, gulp, gulp. What how that taste? Not good, but Rasputin probably didn't care. No. He'd probably been eating poison the whole time he's there. There honestly. have been theories that that's how he lived through this, is that like he maybe did that thing where you build up tolerance. Yeah, I so, think so. There's so many like assassination attempts, because this certainly wasn't the first he one. He was not popular with the dudes, because he's fucking everyone's wife. God. And so Felix is like, y'all, he is not dying he is the devil. And so he goes and gets his pistol, and he's like, oh, fuck this. You know, we'll clean up the mess. And he shoots him in the chest, like, point blank. Pow! Yeah. And so it looks like he dies. And so they're cleaning up the crime scene, mm-hmm. and they're going to dispose of his corpse in a minute. But, like, let's get this blood off the wall. No one will even know he was here. And Rasputin, like, Bruh! and it's like, hours later, he like, jumps up, and he attacks Felix. Yeah. And everybody's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And so they get into little fisticuffs, and then Rasputin is like, eh, and he runs away. Right. And they give chase. Everybody. Yeah. And then they shoot him, like, three more times. Right. And that seems to do it. He's not moving. 
But they want to be doubly sure because this motherfucker jumped up after being shot you, in the chest. You know chest. how you take care of zombies. That's what you got to do. Headshot this bastard. Uh-huh. So they rolled him up in a rug. No, they like shot him in the head too yeah, for yeah. this. They shot him in the chest some more and in the head. They rolled him up in a rug, cut a hole in a frozen river, and sunk him in there. Yes. And then later when his body was found and examined, he had drowned. And he was also in a kind of tr- trying, like, with the hand. Yeah, he was trying to get out. Oh, my God. Because his daughter wrote about it and that he was like, she said that he was trying to pray to the Lord one last time or something. Oh, bullshit. He was probably just, like, grabbing for some titty that he thought he saw. <laughs> yeah, there's a diaper. I need the titty one last time. Discord. Yeah. Use arena. Oh, yeah. But, like... Wow. He's a so, Yeah, it was really crazy. He made a lot of predictions that never came true, but then the one he made about the Tsar and Tsarina and their whole family dying if he were to be killed, that did come true. About, oh, it was about two, like a year and a half later, they were all killed on July 17th, 1918. So, again, thanks, Rasputin. If that's even your real name. It wasn't. No. It was just a nickname for a guy who fucks too much. I bet he'd get mad if he was if he if you called him Rasputin to his face. It seems like an insult. No, he was for it. He wants to be called Rasputin. Yeah. yeah. He was into he's like, I'm a pervert. Gross. He's a gross old Wanna man. see what I got in my robe? Bleh. No. Literally no. Like, I don't know, y'all. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you for a second, listening audience. I dated a very well-endowed person once, and when it's that big, it don't go nowhere. It don't fit in nothing you got. I'm not a snake. I can't unhinge my jaw. Certainly not my butt. And the rest of me isn't that. It's this, the length from vagina opening to cervix is not a foot long. Does this episode have, like, a disclaimer? <laughs> yes, I'll put a warning like, warning, I say dick, fuck, pussy, like 20,000 times. Weenie balls. But, like... Did he, like, faint when he got an erection? Obviously not. No. The Lord blessed him with much stamina. Gross. Can you imagine going around saying, like, this woman is crying. She's like, I just wish I could have babies. Like, well, my dick cures that, baby. I'll give you babies with my magic Lord penis. Oh. It doesn't help with STDs. It doesn't cure that. No, but... They didn't really understand. Look, disease back then was caused by humors. Oh. I mean, did the Russians believe that? I don't know. Yeah, everybody kind of did for a while. They had various kind of similar ideas that weird, funny smells, like uh-huh. smells made disease. Right, well, I Which, mean, I mean, is kind of true. Bacteria makes smells, and bacteria can make you sick. Right. But they, like, different smells made different diseases, and these were called humors. Oh. And they affected different parts of the body in different ways. And this was before we discovered germs were a thing. Right. And, you know, viruses and whatnots. Yeah. And parasites. But, yeah, no, uh, Rasputin fucked too much and ruined Russia. With his wiener. Well, did it ruin Russia? Wait, okay, so wait, what? So after he died and he was thrown into the river, yes. someone took his weenie ball. They, yeah. Because people were actively looking for it after he was dead. That's so weird. People wanted to get his dick, even when he was deceased. That's a powerful weenie. 
sure is. I just can't imagine going, you know what I miss as I'm sitting there in Russian court fanning myself and being a smell, I guess. Peeing, peeing on your clothes. Peeing on my clothes. Wearing a dumb wig. I miss Rasputin's cock. I wonder, Francois, that's my manservant, uh-huh. do you think you could go fetch it for me out of the graveyard? Oui, oui. What? <laughs> Oh, God, I hate you so much. I just, that happened, though. And so, is is his bone somewhere without its bone? Is that wiener in the jar his wiener? We'll his never powerful know. penis, his pee-pee. Yeah, his pee-pee. We just, the answer to did he fuck Alexandra is a big question mark. And is that his dick in a jar? We could DNA test it, I guess. He has living relatives. Yeah. Um... But do you really want to do that to them? Being like, hey, you're enjoying your life of not talking about your fucked up grandpa all the time. Could we get a cheek swab to see if this dick in a jar is your grandpa's dick? I'd say yes. I mean, I'd say yes. I'd be like, cool. Grandpa had it going on, I guess. I mean, just so everybody can shut up about his dick. I firmly believe that it is not his wiener in a jar. I think it's probably an animal and it was a hoax. I've seen the picture and it's not an animal dick for sure. It is a human dick. Okay. And I did date a guy with one that big. Jesus Christ. That's what I said when I went zip. Well, I went, my, Whoa! my argument is, okay, we watched that one documentary yeah. about the penis museum in yes. Iceland. Yes. On Hulu. Yes, that's true. And they had a human specimen, and after you remove it from a human, it just looks like a shriveled up nothing. Well, that's because that guy's was barely big enough. Remember, as you get old, your dick's get small right but but he would Rasputin was only in his like 30s when he died so he was a young man still well the penis mystery lives on the dick mystery persists yeah huh dickery dick mystery well dickery is what you get up to though yeah it's true I don't know I just again please do yourself a favor and go look upon Rasputin's buggy-eyed, hairy visage and tell me if you want to see that without its robe on. I don't. I just don't. No. And not because he was necessarily ugly, because I fucked ugly people. He looks dirty. It was the dirtiness of it all. I'm really into hygiene. And he wasn't. His hair looks so greasy. Yeah. Oh, I can't hang... No, and he did have, like, really pale eyes and his dark, dirty face that, like, I guess was really mesmerizing. I just think it's because he stared. Yeah, he was creepy. He just had the vibe. He was horny. He's sitting there with, like, half a chub all the time, ready to bang everybody, and I think it just gave off a really bad vibe. It would to me. Mm-hmm. But like, does that guy look like he's about to start humping stuff? You know, I say it in Russian court as I'm fanning myself to Francois, my manservant. And I'd be like, da. Off for real. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Let's get out of here. This party's getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Russian aristocracy did in their free time. Gross stuff. Apparently, fuck Rasputin. That's what all of Russian aristocracy did with their free time back In then. conclusion, fuck Rasputin. Not literally. No. Can't now. He's dead. It's been now over 100 years. I can't math. Mm-mm. So, there you go. Today you learned that Rasputin fucks. And for the next person we'll cover... I mean, there's a lot of horny history people. Whatever we feel like doing, that's what we we'll cover. Maybe Cleopatra. She was rumored to be exceptionally horny. That's true. She was. 
Yeah. I don't know about that, but we're going to find we out. We can learn. We can learn. And until next... Oh, let's do business. We almost forgot to do business. We have important business. Whoa, we do? Yeah, the books of El Shalaro that we're doing. Ah, yes. We, we're still recording those. Uh, Producer Will's working on an awesome soundtrack for it, so it'll have music and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the books that me and Maris wrote together, so if you want more of this sort of salacious and ribald sort of talk... You can check it out because it's all in our books. That's right, and our it's books free. Are horny. Yeah, it's free on Wattpad. There are links in the description. It's our link tree. Just click on that. You can go to everything that we do. I'm about to release my spring collection for my soap, which is maybe some of the best soap I've ever made, in all honesty. It's really pretty. It's true. It smells good. Our whole house smells great right now. That's true. Yeah, and I've got teenagers, so that's saying a lot. That's really hard to, to accomplish, yeah. Yeah, and please go check out our social media. Give us a follow on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. If you're old, that's still what you do. We're on Instagram. I think if it's a social media, we're on there. And that's all in the link tree as well. But until next time, I will say goodbye. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.